And welcome back to another episode of Coaching with the Bible. This is episode 159, season 3, episode 50. After having completed the holiday of Rosh Hashanah, the new year, the holiday of Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, we are now on the cusp of the holiday, the third of the series of holidays at this time of the year, known as Sukkot in Hebrew, a time when we leave our homes and set ourselves up in temporary huts, booths, small little tent-looking type spaces for the next seven days here in Israel and for those celebrating outside of Israel for eight days. Again, that whole conversation around one day and two days and how many days of the holiday, not for now. Our focus this week is on going all in, and it is nice to be home after having spent an amazing, amazing, really wonderful weekend in New York last weekend, celebrating the bar mitzvah of my nephew, and then celebrating and experiencing the holiday of Yom Kippur in New York with my family. Now it's time to be back home and to celebrate this holiday here uh, in Israel. And I wanted to talk about this idea of going all in. I think it fits very much in line with some of the things that we've talked about over the last number of weeks especially a couple of weeks that we talked about on living, the idea of really stepping into life, really living it and not just being alive, really talking about getting better and really improving, really, really going for what it is that you want to have in life, manifesting the idea of really thinking and speaking out loud, all the good that you want to bring into the world and all the good that you want to have happen to you and your people. And then going all in is very much in line with that. And it comes in, specifically around this holiday as a subject, because unique among all the commandments is the commandment to leave your home and to step into this temporary dwelling, this booth, this sukkah, it's called in Hebrew, for this period. Because it's the singular commandment of all of them that requires the full human, the full body of the person involved to fulfill that commitment. Now, yes, we do other things where we'll eat something or we have to walk and go somewhere. Those are commitments. We have to do other things. We have to commit certain acts. Then, therefore, we have fulfilled the commandment. We give, a, we give some money to charity. We help someone across the street, uh, whatever it may be. But the conversation that the Talmud goes into deals with effectively how much of a person physically actually needs to be inside the temporary dwelling, inside the sukkah, for the person to fulfill the commandment. Meaning, the ultimate way for the person to do that would be to really spend all of his or her time in that space for the entirety of the holiday. So to leave your house, go into that space, eat there, speak there, study there, learn there, sleep there, be there all the time. And we know people, and there are plenty of people that are, that are around us who very much do that with their sort of every aspect of their lives for the period of time. Now, the whole concept of temporary dwellings versus sort of fixed spaces is a very important, very powerful conversation, and perhaps it's a conversation that we should have, but maybe for a different time with respect to the idea of what in fact is actually permanent or fixed in this world and what is actually temporary or unmoored in this world. It's in a very important, deep philosophical conversation, but also very can be a very practical conversation, but it's not the one we're having today. Here, we're just simply talking about the act of going all in. So 
taking your entire body, the entire physical being, your head, your torso, your legs, your arms, every part of you goes into that space. And that's really how you fulfill the commandment in the highest and best way. And it's only when you sort of do it uh, that the Talmud is discussing whether or not you fulfill the commandment. But the concept is really about going all in. And it's different than really everything else that we do. It's not simply an act of eating. It's an act of fully being engaged with every part of your being in that fulfillment of that commandment. So the concept of all in or the term all in actually really is borrowed from poker. Now, I'm not a card player by any stretch of the imagination more than maybe a solitaire on my phone. But generally speaking, I, I have no concept, no connection, nothing with respect to people who play all kinds of different card games. If they've ever walked through a casino, it's certainly not to sit at the table and to play any game from blackjack and up. I just have no idea and no brain space for it, but there are people who do, and there's a lot of strategy behind it. And the term all in is a term that is born in poker, but has been borrowed for the rest of society, which is the idea that you're putting all of your chips into the pot in this moment. And so you're, everything you have is in there, there's nothing left, and effectively you're risking everything to win at that moment. So it's a heavy risk. And if you lose, you lose everything. But you're going, the term is you're going all in. It's a very powerful term. If you win, you win everything. If you lose, you lose everything. And so the reason I wanted to think about this and talk about this because in life, a lot of the time we hedge. We don't go all in and it shows. So we go half in, we dip our toe, we're risk averse. I'm generally speaking, and I've said this before here, fairly risk averse a lot of things, but I think I'm becoming maybe perhaps a little bit more um, comfortable around risk of late. But we tiptoe around things. We don't go all in. And a lot of the time it shows when we don't actually go in. And so if we're not all in, no one else is going to go all in either. And so um, to give you an example from work, so when I used to work on campaigns, these fundraising campaigns, and the leader would hedge with respect to the level of their commitment, because going all in is a high level of commitment to a campaign, I would let them know that it's not only hurting their effort, it's hurting everybody's effort. Because if the leader is not all in, then why would anyone else go all in? If the leader is not willing to assume a large amount of risk, or perhaps on some cases, a large amount of egg on their face if it fails, then no one else is going to either. And so you don't send your troops out there uh, when you're in doubt about whether or not you're going to succeed. And they're not running to go out there either when it is that they sense that the leader isn't convinced or fully committed to the cause that's there. And so going all in in the same way that we have with respect to the, 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 the sukkah, or as a lot of people call it, the sukkah, uh, the tabernacle, that temporary dwelling outside our homes, so it is the case with many decisions in life. So here, when we think about it with respect to ourselves, let's think about this. And the way to really think about going all in on something or not going in all in on something is to think about the things already in your life's experience that you did go all in on and those that you hedged on. Is there a pattern there? And so you can do self-analysis and really look at yourself to be a guide for future decisions or to be sort of 
the sign along the way that says, this is how you've done everything until now, and maybe that hasn't worked for you, and maybe now is the time to go all in on something, all in on a relationship, all in on a friendship, all in on a business idea, all in on a project, all in on a community, all in on your family, whatever it may be, but going all in. And when you give that sort of singular focus to something, maybe then, maybe then you get a different result. And so the first step with respect to being all in here, we'll talk about the risk in a moment because we've talked about risk before, is appreciating the data that already exists around your prior decisions and how that might inform a decision you might make about going all in on something now. Think about that for just a second. That's the first thing. The benefits of going all in on something I think are fairly clear. When you go all in, you're giving it undivided attention. There's nothing else that's that is sort of you know itching at the side of at the, at the side of your mind, or nothing else that's that is holding you back from going towards that goal. You're you're undivided, fully focused, fully committed attention. We've talked before about commitment early on in the process of coaching with the Bible, and we actually talked about the possibility of an equation around commitment, how do we appreciate commitment levels, when do we want to take on new commitments, when don't we? I try to work through really doing an accounting uh, of commitment and the commitment equation, but it's very hard to sort of get there. Um, but the idea of when we commit and when we don't commit, which is effectively what going all in on is about, is very much born of our decision-making. So. How do we do that going all in? So first thing, again, is understanding and appreciating the benefits here. The second thing is really appreciating our past experience of going all in or not going all in. And then appreciating with respect to the thing itself that we're doing now is what's the benefit that accrues to me from having gone all in on this thing? Pro con. If I go all in on this project, so what do I need to do to go all in? What's the benefit of going all the way in? What's the cost of going all in? Because there's always a cost. You could call it risk. You could call it regret. Everything has costs. Everything has risk. Everything has regrets. It's just a question of which ones you're willing to accept and pay with and live with as you go through. So when we go all in, we want to think about those different factors about it. So again, we're thinking about our past experience. We're thinking about the benefits of going in on, 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 on this project, the success that may come with it. We're thinking about the risks that come with it. We're thinking about the failure that may come along with having gone all in and then not succeeding and having egg on our face and embarrassment and humiliation potentially there or financial loss, whatever the risk may be and the failure that may be there. Think about it if you're playing cards Again, I don't play, but I've watched a little bit or I've seen people go all in on these things and it's exciting and it's suspenseful and it's interesting and it's not my money, so I'd care a little bit less, but they go all in, they're assuming a heavy amount of risk and they're assuming a heavy amount of, of, of potential loss if it is the case that they don't in fact win. So again, we want to think about the benefits plus minus. We want to think about the impact plus minus. We want to think about the success plus minus. We want to appreciate that when we go all in, we have that undivided attention. We have full focus 
on the work that we're going to do, on the thing itself, whatever that thing may be. We're going to use all of our resources because we're now not splitting resources between multiple things. We're going into that thing specifically and wholeheartedly, and that helps because if we do nothing, we get nothing. So we're going to assume the risk. We're going to assume the level of potential failure. We're also going to then reap the benefits if, in fact, we win. I think the truth is when we look around, you see people who are fully committed to things and people who are half committed to things, and you can tell the difference. The people who want to be on the field, the people who want to play, the people who want to have an opportunity to succeed at a high level, and the people who are eh, not so sure that they actually want to be in that space. But it's important for us to appreciate and for important for us to establish that there are things in life that are worth going all in on. And there are things in life that are worth assuming the risk for the potential outcome that comes with it. And there are things that are worth going all in on in life, even if it doesn't turn out to be the result that we want. And it just becomes a question of, are you willing to go all in? Are you willing to step into that space? Are you willing to take the full corpus of your being, right? Mind, body, and soul. All your heart, all of your energies into something and give everything you have to that thing, again, whatever that thing may be, so that you can ultimately get to that level of success. You can ultimately reach the pinnacle of what it is and not simply just sort of wallow in the disappointment and the frustration of not being there, of not getting there, or even further or worse, wondering why you haven't. And the question simply may be, maybe the reason it hasn't happened or you're not there is because you have sort of split your commitment levels to too many things and you're being pulled in too many directions by virtue of not being able to singularly focus on one thing or to give a significant amount of your time into one thing specifically, and perhaps that's the reason why you haven't reached the level that you want. Or perhaps it is that when you look at somebody else who is parallel to you or in theory equal to you, but is far more successful than you, let's think about the commitment level. Think about what they're sacrificing to get there to think about what they're giving up on a day-in, day-out, week-in, week-out basis to get to the success of and reaping the rewards and the benefits of having gone all in on, again, whatever that thing may be, business, relationship, friendship, study, subject, exercise, take your pick item. And then the question that simply remains for you at the end of that is simply, are you willing to go all in? Are you going to do that? Are you going to commit to that level? That's really the question. Because when you, when you make that commitment, right, you build the hope, you, you put your chips in, but it becomes the question of then what am I doing at the end of that? And so that's how it works. I want to be committed. But when I say that I want to be committed to something, I want to be all in, I have to really believe it. I have to, have to really you know, accept that that's the case and accept everything that comes with it. And so I share with you a quote, which I think sort of goes to it and I think really helps in understanding and appreciating what we're trying to get. And I think it very much connects 
to what it is that we talked about a couple of weeks ago with respect to living and being alive. And it's a quote from someone by the name of Roy Bennett. Let me just find it for you and I'll bring it to you here in just a second. And it comes from his work called The Light in the Heart. It's a very powerful book. I've seen, I've never read the the book in full, but I've seen parts of it and chunks of it and quotes from it all over the internet. And Roy Bennett's an interesting character. And this is what he said. And again, it very much is in line with the subjects and the matters and the ideas that we've talked about over the last number of weeks that I'm hoping have had an impact and been helpful to you as you continue to grow and develop as an individual. And here it goes. Don't just, it's called, don't just learn experience. Don't just read, absorb. Don't just change, transform. Don't just relate, advocate. Don't just promise, prove. Don't just criticize, encourage. Don't just think, ponder. Don't just take, give. Don't just see, feel. Don't just dream, do. Don't just hear, listen. Don't just talk, act. Don't just tell, show. Don't just exist, live. And I would add, don't go half in, go all in. That is Coaching with the Bible for this week. Look forward to seeing you next week as we close out season three of Coaching with the Bible. Have a great weekend. Those of you celebrating, have a happy, happy holiday.